the one the people looking up to yeah, I tried to reach the sun but got me stuck to my shoes yeah, You got to be the one the people no stress on my god I stay blessed with your boy NJ aka TZP aka Heavy G aka Headliner HT Squared And we're back with another episode of the podcast Yeah me And this time this one's a special one yeah me Because This ain't even the best thing that's happening this week The podcast episode being released That's not the best thing that's been released this week On my side on the Tanzanian Prince Understand As you may understand if you see my Insta If you see my Snapchat I am going to be releasing my so- second album, Heavy Duty, Not a Headliner. Yeah, me. On Friday on YouTube, workers to get on Spotify. Obviously, I've been using some samples, so I don't know if that's going to work, obviously. But if that doesn't work, still on the YouTube, you understand? So, we're grateful for that one there. Before we talk about like inside what got me into writing and obviously an insight into the tracks that are on the album, you're gonna have to like, comment, subscribe if you're on the YouTube. If you're on the Spotify, share the link. We're trying to go our TCP army. We're trying to get as many people listening to the to the truth, to the message as possible. You understand? But let's go into the album per se. Now, obviously. I've written an album before, Sunday Morning. If you haven't checked it, go check it out. It's a bit more raw than this one, I'll be real to you, because like, in terms of the audio quality, that was my first time doing this, obviously. The audio quality was a bit down. Obviously, lyrically, I went in on some tracks, but some tracks were a bit more filler. There were 16 tracks in the last one. So you could expect that some of them had filler. And some of them, is the, the album as a whole, even though it was like 27, 28 minutes, it felt kind of bloated because there were so many tracks to get through. Sometimes I was just saying things for the sake of saying and just to fill in certain tracks. Because there was a lot of topics I wanted to go through and I didn't concise it to make it easy for the listener, you understand? And so the first one, Sun Warden, was, I'll say, a bit more raw. And as a result, not many people could resonate with that one as I think they would resonate with this one because... I've actually taken more time on it. You understand? And I've had experience with the first one. With the first one, it was just on a whim. And I was like, one day I was like, what happens if I release a whole album of poetry, spoken words? And I did. It took me like a month and a half to write. Obviously, during the month and a half, I went away then came back and got back to work and then released it. And many, there was many tracks with that, with that people resonated with. And this time I was like, let me go deeper this time. And also, the writing's like therapy for me. It gives me a chance to like get rid of the so-called demons that I have in my brain. Because obviously there was a lot of personal issues. As I dived into on some of Martin, that have been on my mind for quite a while now. And I thought that I was looking for that release in a way to help me re- like release all these demons and all these problems and issues that I have mentally and physically. And I thought that writing poetry, writing spoken word or writing raps has really helps me in that aspect because it allows me to channel my focus. It allows me to actually think outside the box. It allows me to come up with wordplay. It allows me to come up with different ways to say certain things, understand? And so I thought that both the other album and this one give me that chance to do so. 
And this one more so because, as these people say, I finally buried the hatchet. You understand? I've let go of what was holding me back. And now, once this is released, this is like a new man, new man, a new TZP, a new NJ. You understand? One that's a bit more confident with his, with his speech. One that's a bit more confident talking personally. Uh, that was something that I, I've been struggling for a while. And, but to understand this, yeah, like, that's what was in the back of my mind. As soon as I released the first one, I was thinking I had so much of a rush from releasing the first one, from coming up with a project and writing. That I was like, straight away, let me go write a second one. And I felt like with the process, I was kind of rushing with it because I was thinking I, I had so much of a rush and released the first one. I was like, yeah, I need to release the second one as soon as possible. Became summertime. I started writing straight away, even. When it got to, like, August, obviously with all stuff, and then towards the end of August was where I was just writing. Like, I was channeling the writing for the album. That was literally most of what I was doing. I wasn't really doing anything else. And then I was... It got to a point where what I was writing wasn't... It was just reiteration of what I was writing and what I wrote in Son of Modern and released. And I was like, I can't do two albums in which... It basically just sounds the same, you get me? And so I had to go back to the drawing boards, go and write again. And then, as well as that, the break that I had from doing any content from like October onwards to about the end of December really helped, man, in terms of as actually like refocusing myself. Because originally I was thinking, let me release this in November. Given that I released the other one in July, and I was like, let me release this one in November. And obviously, this time, I was like, I have to focus on quantity, not quantity. Last time I had 16 tracks, and this time I've only got eight tracks, and it's like, yeah, you've got to focus on quantity. You've done it once, you've seen how it is, now this time, you've got to do it in a way where it's more efficient and it's more... It sounds better for the listener, cause like with an, an album is like a journey. Like I'll say that this one's a journey through different parts of my brain, different parts of where I've been, where's my life, and yeah, you got uh, make sure that the people that are listening are also taken on that journey. There's not like oh, a mixtape where you just plump tracks together and just then go shh, 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 and there's different vibes. On here, we've kind of got different vibes on this album, but it's more like there's a direction into where it's going, understand? So that something that I noticed from doing the previous album is that there's, you have to take into account that this is more co a cohesive piece of work. And so you have to treat it as such, understand? So, yeah. But, that's an insight into um, why I actually wanted to release another album release. Originally, it was going to be called Son of Modern 2, but like, come on, man. We could do better than that. So I was thinking, I'm not going even deeper. I'm putting that the headliner ego aside. As I say on the first track, I'm guilty. I'm putting the headliner ego aside and I'm focusing on the deeper scars. 
heavy duty. And heavy duty is a side where I normally go into a personal shit and I talk about like me as a person, I expose my vulnerabilities in order to make myself stronger. Headline is an ego way you normally see on social media where I'm moving like everything's good. Get me, I'm moving like I'm that confident, boasty person. And I feel like my nick, all my nicknames have like different egos to them. And that's how I'm able to keep myself sane in a way. Might sound crazy, but that's literally how it goes. So like, if, if we're talking about the first track, I'm Guilty, which we, most of you have already heard. It's like, during the, the first time, when I was making it, it was kind of crazy because towards like, like throughout the song you can just hear I'm guilty I'm guilty I'm guilty to be like Sam what are you guilty of and towards the start you may think I've done something bad but it's like I'm saying I'm guilty of being unique being my own person because many people what they like to do is follow the crowd like with what if this piece in general this is not something that's Many people do like many people go into the Afrobeats, go into the drill, go into the rap music, and I was like, I can do better than that, cause I've been making, I've been writing raps for ages now, about three, four years. Like most of you writing to drill beats, but I was like, that ain't helping, man. Like I feel like writing's therapy, and to do that, you got to actually rap about what you know. So, like, yeah, it's. Me saying on I'm guilty that I'm guilty of being unique. I'm guilty of being, I'm not following the norm. I'm the deviant man for the main body. Like these are lyrics that are on the track. If you haven't heard it already, man's kind of spoiling it, but you will hear it anyway. So it doesn't matter too tough. Was that, like, and then with that one, I'm, I feel like that one I took a lot of time on just to like, like in terms of, um, how do you call it? In terms of like musically, that I have, that I'm guilty, and then I have the vocals. That that the way I was singing on that, I was like, damn, I really like shocked myself when I was was when I was um, recording. I'm guilty because there were so many things I added to it, and I come and realize I'm like, what was I on when I was recording it? Because I was in. Like there's so many like, like ad libs behind it. I'm like, damn. If I'm if I'm coming like that, it's crazy. But yeah, it's mad. Like that's the in I'm guilty is like the intro to show that yeah, this is me. I'm the diva from the main body, and then the rest of the album is me showing what caused me to become the the guy that you see. You understand? And then we go to the second track, which is. In of conversations and it's basically me showing what not me showing what's in my mind but me having a conversation with myself essentially but not the way you think to be honest is the track is basically just me rapping on the beat for about a minute and a half and then it starts with like a snippet or a voice note for my brother basically gassing himself up and I was like that just leads on into me rapping and I say if you're looking for wordplay that one 
has got the best wordplay on the album. And in terms of reception, I probably got the best reception now from Amandam. Like the first time I played it was Amandam, these were like, this is probably the best track you've ever written. Like, there was a point where I was literally, when I was writing it, I was blacking out. And then I look at my notes and I was like, where the hell are you going with this? In terms of the the wordplay, I was got I was I blacked out like literally. In terms of I was going bang 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 bang. With that the poetry on master name is my professor of where all the magnitude that with me to the vector. I was hold my weight. I'm gravitating to my sector. Like in the court of law, but I'm the judge of conjecture. Look, bars bars in the centers. The closest also subordinate read inside your contract. Looking for them coordinates. So he's offering time back. When we'll see it from those lens, many people using contact. And I was like. Damn That It was crazy The way I was Just moving mad And I was like Damn But I'll be real You gotta listen to that To actually feel it That That one's uh, The beat actually Makes me like Just allows me to flow Very well And just rap And let me just do my thing On it And then now The third one EastEnders with me obviously from being from East London I hold that um, with prior to be honest I can't lie as much as it's a, it's a shithole as much as a place where people work and they, they're suffering I can't lie it's home I can't lie because like I've been here for 19 and a half years it's all I know is East London apart from me going to uni that's central like most of my life has been lived in East London, so this is me just talking. This one's more of a poet, poet, poem type thing. As you can hear from when you listen to it, you'll hear it's like a more poetry type vibe. And yeah, it's like this is basically showcasing me what I feel about East London in general. It's a short one as well, which means that. It's probably the shortest on the thing, I think. Yeah, it's probably the shortest one. Maybe. If you don't... If you... Forget about the intro. It's the shortest one. So I had to change rooms, innit? But we keep on going. So obviously I've talked about... What track were we on? We were on... EastEnders. What's the next one? The next one I'm pretty sure is... I can't remember my own track is crazy to me. Aha. So the next one is Placebo, I think it was. Yeah. This one is an interesting one, I can't lie. It's about five minutes. And it feels like a therapy session, kind of. Now, this is me talking about a time where I was lonely in life. A time where I was depressed. I was, to say the least, I was very down. It was a, basically a down and out kind of thing. I was just like, I was deep in it, I can't lie. And only at, at that time I felt the worst thoughts. And it's basically me just going through that moment again and reliving it. So probably in terms of emotions, that would be the one to look out for because... I really go into it. Like the first time I listened to it, I, I must have sat down for about five minutes just deep in that, what I wrote. 
and yeah it's more speech rather than me rapping because i feel like it takes a lot for me to rap so in um, release emotion as well as think about wordplay for those emotions so i thought me just talking like it's a like it's a that's basically a therapy session where i've got a therapist right there and me just speaking it felt like a better fit for this kind of track and yeah in terms of emotion that would be the one to look out for it's about five minutes of me just speaking i'll be real but it's, it's it'll, it'll feel so it'll feel like so emotional like that it wouldn't even feel like five minutes it just feels like me just dumping all of my emotions but it just sounds i don't know like, you're gonna have to listen to that but yeah and then the next one we've, we've, only, we've got the only feature per se on the album for my boy from secondary um, secondary um, sixth form is Beyond Temporary Pleasures now this one I actually don't say anything apart from the intro which we took from our podcast that we did in 2022 yeah, in 2022, it's on the channel if you want to go see, but it's on the main channel, not the this brand channel. If you want to go see it, and um, it's just I was like, Tim, bro, car, you're good at speaking. I'm gonna need you to write a little thing. Yeah, you know I me, mean? you just talk about whatever you want to talk about. Make sure it's deep. It doesn't matter how long, bro. Just write it. And I put it on the album, bro. You know what I mean? And he came up with a speech. In terms of, like, the way he's written it, probably rivals what I did on in the conversations. And maybe, from apart from the fact that it's more emotional, what I did on Placebo. Like, because the way he wrote it, it was that, it's all linked together. And, and you'll hear it when you listen to it. That it might feel long for some people, it might not be the cup of tea as is the whole album. But like when I listened to it, I was like, damn, this brother can really write speeches that like, probably need to shout for some of my speeches. Yeah, I mean, get me. So, like, 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 the way he wrote it was like mad. The first time I listened to it, I was like, damn, bro, you can write. And so I had to put him on. Obviously, I shouted other guys but I mean they weren't ready so like, it was like it's cool I mean sometimes you're not in the headspace to write certain things or you're just not there yet so it's cool really at least I got one that was an aim for me to do, to get my people involved with this one in terms of actually the writing and I got one of my boys on the thing which I'm grateful for to understand so yeah, now this one's more also like five minutes as well. So this one's like a one where you're gonna have to listen, I listen, but you're gonna understand the message that he's 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 talking about at the end. Um, the next one I f- is talk to the grandparents, and this is me just addressing my grandparents of who. Alhamdulillah, they've all passed on to the next phase of life. 
tell me they're all in the graves alhamdulillah may god bless their souls may god protect them from the punishment of the grave and obviously may god's grant them paradise grant them in jannah inshallah i mean but it's me just addressing them thanking them for raising my parents i'm thankful them for the instilling their values it's me just talking to them as if they were in the room but obviously they're dead so yeah it's, this one's an interesting one it's not as long as placebo is but it's more it's just a very interesting one i feel that you can tell with these tracks have actually there's meaning behind them as opposed to other ones where i was just the other album where i had i was just rapping and it was hella metaphors but not actually personal personal talk but this one throughout there's a bit of personal insight into me like throughout the album and yeah this one that that's to summarize it it's just basically me talking to my grandparents and thanking them for what they brought in this world aka my parents and what values they instilled into my parents and obviously my aunts and my uncles and subsequently my cousins and their children understand so yeah just thanking them for what they've done the next one i believe is the tzp speech 2 now i went at last i did the tzp speech 1 in 2022 at least as a single and then put on um sonam wadin and that was one of my that that was a very good piece that I released yeah, for that was my the, that was what inspired me to make an album the first piece tzp speech one so i was like towards the end of the wood of end of 2023 i was like i need to make another speech bigging up the people obviously highlighting the issues of the world and how and what we should do as people and just, just like pretending i was a politician or a civil rights leader trying to lead a movement what would i tell the people and that, that's what i did on CCP speech too and obviously the same to probably do the speech like every end of the year that's probably what i wanted want to do because the first time i did it was very special that I loved that's probably one of my favorite pieces I've done. TZ speech one, TZ speech one. It was a very intriguing one, and this one was more, more less about me and more about the outlook of the world with all the genocides going on and all the injustice that's going on. You had to address that. Understand? But yeah. Um. And apart from that. Like, yeah, as with most of these one these tracks, you're just gonna have to listen to and understand fully what's going on. I I wanna just summarize them and talk about what went into them without actually giving away too much, because then that's just me explaining my album, and then there's no point in you actually listening to it. It's like a piece of that you're just gonna gloss over, and I don't. It's not gonna be everybody's cup of tea. Understand, most people would, they would just listen to one track or listen to two and just click off, which is calm because everyone's got their own opinion. But to the people that listen to the whole thing and then give their opinion, I'm intrigued to see what these people say. Um, and the last track, which is Clarity, Two Sisters. Now, obviously, I've got two sisters that I don't talk to 
or haven't talked to you for about 10 years not their fault really to understand it's just a bit of distance in between us um, and this is me at the start addressing them and basically talking to them and then throughout the track I then talk about myself and at the end this is me releasing myself and talking about how as a person that as a warrior you just have to be in battles that you have to fight and overcome and that's what I've done throughout my life just four battles overcome them and I stand on the other sides grateful for finding those battles and coming out of them as a better person like all these things that happen like you know really talking to my sisters as much if at all I've got one sister though obviously four sisters these two are half sisters which I don't talk to as much but yeah it's like you just gotta be grateful for the battles that you're in and just got overcoming them per se and that's what I talk about at the end that's the last few words of the album is me talking about being a warrior and so something at the end where it's like me finally realising that I can't just be in a rock for too long I actually have to get up and actually um, actually go and do things actually fight and be the man that I know I can be for myself be the role model for my siblings and put on my people as well as look after my parents and those are the people that looked after me way way back when understand and so yeah like that's all the tracks so this time has been eight like i said it's eight tracks as opposed to the 16 that i planned last time and before this was going to be like 12 but i cut through a few tracks because sonically they weren't sounding good or i didn't go in as much as i think i could on certain beats so i just left them and Together, I feel like the eight tracks that I have right now are enough to showcase what I need to showcase. And obviously, this was obviously the last album I did for a while. Because obviously, I need to focus on other stuff. And I feel this is like a chapter that right now I'm closing. And obviously, with this uh, later day, there's no way I'm not doing poetry. It's, it's my therapy, essentially. And it's something that I can't just abandon, but. Obviously, there's other aspects of the brand that I need to focus on. There's other things I need to focus on personally as well and professionally in order to make my quality of life a better one, inshallah. So, yeah, this is me basically showcasing what I have to offer in terms of lyricism, emotion, poetry, spoken word, rap. And hopefully, when it does come out, you lot enjoy it, you lot resonate with it, you lot feel the emotions that put into it, the, the time that put into it. And hopefully, when I hear the feedback, it's constructive and hopefully most of it's good. Even a bad feedback, I'll take on the chin and use it to improve for next time. And yeah, like, Hopefully on Friday when you guys listen to it, you you feel that the experience, you feel the journey, and yeah, that's just me talking about 
for the album that's going to come out on Friday. Heavy Duty, not a headliner. Me putting the headliner, ego aside, and just talk, focus on my Heavy Duty scars. But other than that, I'm going to have to end the episode here. I've rambled on for 28 minutes now. It's time for me to end it. Um, obviously, if you're on YouTube, you understand. Like, comment, subscribe. Tell me what you want to see on future episodes. Tell me who you want to see. Um, if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, share the link we're trying to go our TCP army. Make sure more people listen to the truth and listen to the message. Um, and apart from that, Subway Hate. I messed up my own intro. It's Subway NJ, aka TCP, aka Heavy Duty, aka Atlanta, HD Squares. Until next time, peace, love, and guidance. If a law shine, cut it on shine, it's mathematical. Peace, God, keep your head up on your sabbatical. JLX Griselda could finally enter the chat with that screw all over the track, spitting actual facts. Sir, the originator was black from Buffalo to Tupelo. We trying to break from the trap. You